Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hi, this is Keith Cooper, and you're listening to the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. You're listening to the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Changing rock history, one podcast at a time. Welcome back, everybody, to another Ludini interview here. Today, we've got Keith Cooper on, uh, a name that I can actually pronounce without tripping over myself. Uh, just a great, easy, uh, all-American kind of name, Keith Cooper. If I can't pronounce that, I need to get out of the business. So we're going to be talking to Keith here uh, in a minute. First of all, you are listening to the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Our website is ludinirockandrollcircus.com. Please check back often for more great uh, artist interviews, great music podcasts, all kind of special features, Rock and Rant, Wicked Riff Wednesday. We do a lot of fun stuff on there, so you definitely want to check back often. we got some cool merch there as well, so don't forget to hit up that store. It means a lot to us to show your support. Uh, if you are the kind of person that... Uh, you know, would like to be involved in maybe a community of other folks that want to support great guitar-driven rock, I highly recommend that you join me in my inner circle with a bunch of uh, very cool folks. Uh, the conversation is lively and animated at lulombardimusic.com backslash inner circle. There's no cost to join or anything like that. It's just a great group of people. And you get some exclusive music and exclusive video. Uh, so you want to check that out at lulombardimusic.com backslash inner circle. As I was saying, we have Keith Cooper with us today. Uh, born in Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, first, Keith's uh, first love was lawn sprinklers. So, uh, but we're not going to be talking about lawn spr- sprinklers today, today. At least I don't think so. Uh, Keith Cooper, welcome to the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Oh, thank you, thank you. It's it's good to be here. I could talk about lawn sprinklers if you want me to, but <laughs> you know, I I have several other lawn sprinkler podcasts that you know I, I kind of work with. So yeah. maybe maybe I'll save it for that. We'll do that. Yeah, yeah. We'll keep that for the lawn that the lawn sprinkler niche. Uh, yeah. you know, they they, they want to know about that stuff. So okay, there's a good market for that. I'm but, sure. I'm sure, yeah. especially in Arizona. Uh, yeah. So so, but you don't live in Arizona, do you? I don't know, and I haven't lived in Arizona for a while now. Um, it is where I'm from, but I've been living in Somerville, Massachusetts for the last six years, and um, I love it. And it's you know, it's definitely made its way into my music too. It's it's a city that I I felt really connected to. It's a ni- it's a nice community here. What made you move out there? You know, I am people that know you can tell. I'm not very good at kind of planning. It was it was sort of a whim. I I had just gone out of school and I was working a job that didn't really have much of a future with. But um, I I had never been out east before. I'd been like I lived in Seattle for a little bit. I lived in Denver for a little bit. I mostly spent most of my time in like Tucson, Arizona, and Phoenix, Arizona. But um, I was working for this. It sounds cool, like a publishing company, but it was actually like an awful, pretty awful job. But it was, but in any case, they sent me out to Boston. I was like the youngest guy at the company by like thirty years. They were really trying to like stick their get their hooks in me and really stick me there. But like I knew it was just like some job I found off Craigslist. I was just gonna work for you know basically until I found something better. Yeah. But uh, I got sent out to Boston for this like trade show. Uh, really boring stuff, but 
I really liked the city. You know, I just out there for a couple days and I was kind of just feeling a little directionless. I had been like, I basically, like other than kind of a couple couple spurts and a couple other places, basically spent my whole life in, in Phoenix. I was living in Tucson, Arizona at the time, just kind of like, you know, kind of just, just, I had a band that I was playing with a lot, but like my bassist was like kind of moving away. So I was just like, I didn't really know what was next. And I just decided, you know, I wanted to try somewhere new. I thought there might be more kind of opportunity out there kind of from artistic angle and but I didn't quite make it out there right away like I was living in Tucson uh, a few summers back that's like six summers ago and uh, decided I was gonna leave but I sort of made a little pit stop in Denver Colorado where both of my grandmas live like a block apart and I was like one of my grandmas she was a music teacher she now retired but she was like you go live with me for a month I will give you singing lessons I, I wanted to work on my singing she just like kind of gave me this like this opportunity to just like crash with my grandmother's for a month or two just like I wrote like eight songs in like a month or two it was like it was wonderful and then I just and then from there I just I I came out to Somerville and um you know was trying to kind of find out what my path was but uh pretty early on I I applied for a job at a cafe out in Somerville and I've worked there for now six years and I love it it's a great community I'm the the guy that I recorded this most recent record with, um, um, I met because he's a regular at the shop and he, he runs the studio right outside of town. So, you know, that's kind of the backstory. Really, there was it was just I just sort of was feeling restless and I went there, but I didn't really have a direction. I didn't really know anybody. So, you know, I don't yeah, know. But it, yeah, so so it's just sort of want you just sort of following kind of like you know the like wherever life would sort of take you sort of as the opportunity sort of opened up you said oh well let's try this yeah and like <laughs> I, I gotta get better playing I, it was funny i was reading at the time i was reading i don't know if it sounds pretentious or something but i was reading infinite jest by david foster wallace a friend of mine had recommended it to me and like i'd seen the book around you know like in in uh in bookstores I was like hey, it looks interesting but never read but like the book itself, like I had just been recommending this book, I started reading it, and like two of the main places this book takes place are Tucson, Arizona, and Boston. And I had just Boston had just come into my consciousness really as a place where maybe I live. And I was like, oh, you know what? That seems like a sign to me. Okay, cool. <laughs> I was like, okay, I feel good about this. Uh, and I don't know. So I just, it's kind of fun. Just like I liked the adventure of just basically trying to just make a new home for yourself somewhere. And like I have since come to kind of really appreciate. Arizona and going back is always nice. I'm like, hey, these cactuses that I or cacti, I guess is more <laughs> with, uh, that I always grew up with. That they were always like getting in my foot. Like I come back, like, oh, hey, they're actually beautiful too. But like at the time, I didn't really feel super connected to Arizona. I kind of always felt like a little bit of an odd, hmm. odd person around there. It's like it didn't necessarily really feel like home. So I think I was at a point too. I was like, I was like really, you know, I was like kind of, I wanted to find a place then maybe I'd have a little bit more opportunities as a musician, as an artist, but also just as a place where maybe I, it kind of felt, you know, I was looking for a home, you know, I guess, I don't know if that's a trite thing to say, but it's kind of how I was feeling. And it, it's nice, you know, in retrospect, now looking back and being like, hey, I kind of found that too. It's a, it's a really nice community out here. And um, like, I've worked at this cafe for years. It's like the, the owners are two, two, two local women that have, they're like own a couple now cafes in the Somerville area, which is just like right outside of Boston. But they actually, I, um, you talked in the opening about American French Revolution, uh, the song uh, I put out recently, and we recorded a video back in April, but we recorded it at the cafe after hours that I work in, and like 
they didn't charge me anything for it or anything. They were just like, hey, yeah, no, you can, you can, you can have a big old food fight in our cafe just as long as, it, <laughs> as, long as it's clean up by six a.m. when you know we got to start business the next day. So cool, um, sounds like yeah. fun. Um, so why music? You know, um, so music is just, I mean, it's always just been such a like for me, I guess dealing a with there's like this backstory I think about when I was younger and I wasn't always good at really like talking about my emotions or like, you know, I mean, not to say obviously most teenagers, they're, they're, you're feeling a lot of feelings at that time in your life. But like I, music was always just my friend that I turned to. And if I was feeling something, uh, just, but a lot of times I used music just kind of as a communicative tool too, where I was like, I don't know if like I was in, a, I just, there was there was some mood I was in or was upset like I wouldn't maybe talk to someone let's say let's say you're a kid and you're talking to your parents or saying something like I a lot of times music was just this 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 means I used to communicate where it's like I I don't want to tell you how I'm feeling but I'm gonna listen to this song and like I'm I'm I, or I'm gonna put this song on and like please listen to this song because this is actually how I'm feeling like I'm I'm kind of trying to communicate to you with music and I, and I'm talking before I really really started writing music I I always like I always had this like goal of being like a singer like I loved poetry I loved writing but until I was really like 21 years old I I thought like singing was just a skill I didn't have I like I played drums I was a drummer in some bands like in high school not good bands but you know I can say I was in you know as a drumming <laughs> okay. with my and then as I got a little bit older decent bands but like I always like I would be in these bands and be like, can I write the lyrics? And like, you're the drummer. No, you can't write the lyrics. You're not going to sing it. And like, uh, it just, it was, it was a wonderful kind of transition to make when you, you kind of, you, you go from telling yourself this is beyond you and you can't do it to just realizing like, why have I been telling myself? Why have I had this narrative in my head that I can't like, this is actually what I've been seeking out. Music is just like, is as like, you know, once again, maybe like a little bit of like a communication thing, but I, I just, I loved to, I loved the word element. I mean, I love music for music's sake, obviously for the instrumental section, but I, I don't know. The words have always been so, so important to me as kind of a, yeah. a communicative. Tool, right, so. right, right. Well, um, and you released, uh, tell us uh, what is, uh, you, what, excuse me, what, what is you didn't know me? Was this uh, your first indie album, your first album? Um, you know, it, it's it's my first album that I I guess I really stand behind. Okay. I uh, it was it was I, I I put out a record before that that I mean if you look up my Bandcamp it's on there I don't put it up on Spotify but I um I played with uh, I played with a band back in the day it was like Tucson Arizona based band called Overcast Off and we even we went on one West Coast tour totally booked through MySpace, which you could do back in the day. I don't oh, think I haven't nice. been on MySpace lately. I don't think that that's really possible anymore. But um, it was a, a record I put out in 2011 called Utopia's Expatriate that I recorded entirely with my one of my best friends in the world, a guy named Zach Deporek, who plays in a really great Phoenix, Arizona-based band called Young Mothers. They're a fantastic band, and they're on Spotify. Like they put out they put out like four tracks this year that are just all great. But, he he is he he uh, he record you know he's he's really good at like you know he's a great engineer he had, but he's he's a great at every instrument so like I I recorded this one record with him where I would bring him songs I'd write the songs I'd be playing guitar and we would just 
and he'd basically play all the other instruments or we would just we would just or you know i would play maybe harmonica and guitar and sing and we would just but we had this 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 record that we just put out we recorded in this bedroom but you didn't know me is really kind of the first i would say my first release i consider like a mature release i um recorded in somerville um was released in 2015 we had a we had you know a really good kind of cd release show locally um i didn't really do much in the way of promoting it beyond the local sphere i I, my cafe i I, i've since i've stopped recently doing it but i i hosted it in my music night a weekly music night for about five years and okay i just like a really wonderful kind of local community of musicians and it was really a blast putting that record out and just having this you know the support of all these people that were in this music community that like you know i performed as much in front of i more kind of hosted um the open mic and just like set up a place for them to play yeah. but you didn't know me. Uh, yeah, I was recorded at this 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 local studio called the Soul Shop, which is at the time was an all analog studio. He's since kind of uh, uh, you know incorporated the digital element, which is the most recent record, um, which is going to be called Rabbit Up. Rabbit well, why don't we do this? Why don't we take a break right now and we'll listen to American French Revolution? Then we're going to come up, and come back and talk about Rabbit Rabbit Underdogs. Awesome. You got it? Okay. All right, guys, check this out. This is uh, Keith Cooper, American French Revolution on the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Social media running, we gotta tell everyone I'm not just any old outspoken millennial I conquered the digital world, but I want the real one You turn me on Napoleon Who's that? It's Mary Antoinette Wearing a hairnet in a college cafeteria Serving freshly baked bread Oh, you don't want any? Oh, you're gluten-free. Can I get something else for you, honey? Would you like some cake instead? You turn me on. Napoleon. It's about when all the protests began. It was a food fight for your life. I began to panic when I got hit by something organic. So I snuck out the back door, found a dive bar. The drunks were wishing on a reality TV star, but I just felt sick. You turn me on Napoleon Something strange came on the scene Corporately sponsored chaos Driving toward a Prius Torn the world's oldest Most vintage guillotine You turn me on Napoleon Oh, would you call my fears Napoleon? Would 
you come upstairs, Napoleon? I promise I'll always trust you. Even if you tell me we should invade Russia. All right, now we just sampled a little bit there of American French Revolution. <laughs> um, so, and this is going to be a, a part of your new project that's coming out, Ra uh, Rabbit Underdogs. So, what? Yeah. So, what's the situation with this record? Who did you work with, and what's going on with this? <clears throat> well, uh, I uh, the uh, the producer slash engineer of this record is a guy by the name of Elio DeLuca. Um, he is he's also a member of a band called Titus Andronicus really great kind of you know punk punk band um put out a record in 2010 off merge records called the monitor which was just a fantastic record this weird uh like civil war concept album you know the monitor was like a ship there was a monitor the mary mac but in any case elio is like i said he's a local guy here in somerville that i met just because he was a regular at my coffee shop we hit it off talking about music um it was so fun working with him because, like, we would have such long days at the studio. Like, you know, we we get in at 10, 11, and I'd book a full day, but it's like if if it's one or two in the morning and we're still we're still like working and being productive. He's like, we're we're gonna stay open until until we're not productive anymore. That being said, the only frustrating part of the element is that like I I paid for this album out of pocket just as a barista, so. It really was recorded over a bunch of shorter sessions. We had like initial sessions where I flew out my good friend from Arizona, who is the best drummer I know. I like I flew him out, like get the basic tracks down, and then it was like a year and a half process of like coming back and honing the record. A uh, guy by the name of Tom Quitadamo does a lot of the is like he's on basically every track. He's a backing vocalist and is actually the lead vocalist on one of the songs on the album. It's just an incredible singer one of my really close friends here in town um who also he's got like he's got some songs like his own songs that are in songwriter like elliot smith kind of arena that okay. are just incredible his voice is just like i like you know i'm just like just put tom on any song it's just gonna sound better it's a pleasure to work with him and um so it was i don't know so it was it was it was a fun process i i wish i could have you know basically just knock the album out let's say in a week a week and a half but it was kind of it was kind of nice too to let things digest slowly where we would we, we'd have a recording day and two months later we would have another recording day and now now it feels really good just at the end of the process and see everything being done and then to really you know to have the release date coming out soon yeah so what is the plan now what does the next six to twelve months look like with the uh uh the release of rabbit rabbit underdogs well um right now i have we just put out October 17th, which I guess is now about two weeks ago, a little over two weeks ago, put American French Revolution out. We had a video for it that came out, which, you know, I uh, was really excited about that. I'd never done a video before, and I thought it was a lot of fun. I wanted to have a, you know, a little little kind of off-the-cuff <laughs> video. Of but uh, you know, I'll just, you know, just kind of have a food fight at my, my place of work. But um, the record right now is going to be coming out February 4th, and, you know, the big plan that I have is I, I want to – I'm putting together uh, a tour. I want to basically, I want to be on the road from probably 
around the time the record drops for the next couple months, I, I've worked as a, a barista, a coffee shop guy for six years, and it's been wonderful, but I actually just put in a notice at my job because oh, I'm really? how this record's coming out that like, I don't know, I, I sort of, I just want to, I'm, I'm putting myself a hundred percent into it. So other than I, other than that, there's not any direct plans other than I have a second, the second song that I'm going to release off the record is a song called Ballad of Cheap Wine, which is going to be coming out in early December. So in a little, in about a month and then the record itself is going to come out February 4th and just hoping to play a lot of shows with it. And you know, a lot of fun shows, just like I, I want to like have like a band that's really tight, but always have just like a little bit of like the element of chaos. Just, you know, okay. I, you know, just, just, I just want put, you know, I guess at the end of the day, I want people that are coming to the shows to have a lot of fun and not quite know what to expect, you know? Exactly. Exactly. That's what, that's part of what makes it fun. Um, yeah. so, um, how do people, uh, find you on the internet and so they can keep up with, uh, you know, your releases and, uh, touring and stuff like that? Well, um, I, I'm on Spotify, which I guess is the first thing I say, because I know for me right now, it's probably the main way I consume music. I hope that's not a bad thing to say, but Spotify, I'm on, there's a Bandcamp page, Keith Cooper Music on Bandcamp, which has like, basically, you have everything I've ever put out is on there. So you can see some of the stuff that maybe I'm not going to pay to put up on Spotify because it's like, not maybe it's not quite where I'm at right now, but there's some fun older kind of garage rocky recordings a little bit like almost like bleach air nirvana or something okay. you know? um but uh uh and then um got a video on youtube i you know i i have a love-hate relationship with social media which i feel like probably is sort of a, <laughs> a stock answer that a lot of artists going to give you because it's just like yeah self-promotion is really important and i should probably be on instagram and you know what i am on instagram i don't necessarily think the best way to keep up with me so uh, what your website so just so where people can go pop in and you know get an idea of like what's going on where you might be that that sort of thing oh uh rapidunderdogs.com right now is a website that is my website and i'll be updating like you know show dates and everything on there and also just on facebook you know there's if you want to you know probably facebook is also a great place along any show any any news you know my facebook artist page keith cooper there's one other keith cooper which i i you know, uh, like you said, I guess all American name. It's all American. I need to like change it up a little bit, but uh, it's like it's like you see an older guy playing Christian rock. That's not me. <laughs> I'm, a I'm a different Keith Cooper, a little bit younger. But uh, yeah, I'm on Facebook's probably a good way to have it on Facebook, uh, Facebook and. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, all right, uh, Keith, thanks so much for uh, coming on today. Appreciate it. And looking forward to keeping up with you and seeing uh, how things go with you next year when the when the record drops. I'm going to go ahead and wrap up the show now. If you could hang out for a minute, I need to do a little business with you when we're done. You got a minute? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Awesome. Uh, thank you so much. It's been, it's been a pleasure talking with you. No problem. All right, guys. Keith Cooper, everybody. And uh, his website is rabidunderdogs.com. And you can find him on Facebook as well. That seems to be the main places. Don't forget to check out the video as well to American French Revolution. Um, a lot of fun, good stuff, great rock and roll. Um, and uh, please share the podcast around. Those of you that are listening, uh, the, you know, no matter what f uh, format you're listening to, uh, if you're listening to it on iTunes, you're. Um, 
uh, off our website or at Podbean or whatever. There's always that little button to share. Please share it because this is how we get the word out about great artists like Keith, uh, these indie artists that are, you know, great awesome we know they're awesome they're not exactly you know going to make a big splash or haven't yet made a big splash with corporate media um, that's one of the things that makes them so special and so awesome so uh it's up to us as a music loving community to promote them so tell your friends about it hit that share button if you like it uh it, more than likely at least some of your friends are gonna go like that keith cooper guy he's really cool i want to check him out so this is how you do it and this is part of our job here at ludini rock and roll circus so please share the podcast around. That way Keith can uh, get a little bit more love out there in the uh, in the music-loving community. Guys, you've been listening to Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Our website is ludinirockandrollcircus.com. Check back often for more great podcasts as well as uh, our community of uh, people that are absolutely passionate about uh, you know keeping it real and uh, keeping the individuality of rock and roll alive. You can do that at lulombardimusic.com backslash inner circle. It's an awesome community. A lot of cool people, new folks joining every day. So check that out at lulombardimusic.com backslash inner circle. All right, guys, thanks so much for hanging out. Special thanks to Keith Cooper for taking some time out of his day uh, to talk with us today. And uh, guys, remember, let's keep great guitar-driven rock alive. Hit that share button, and we'll see you all on the next Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.